Welcome back again to the Straight Love Podcast. I am, of course, your host that boasts the most roast DP. And with me once again is Jimmy J the Cricket. Chirp, chirp, cricket. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are oh, you? my God. It feels good to hear your voice again on this podcast, brother. It was a um, it was a it was a time of uncertainty. It was yeah. a time of doubt. It was a time that I that I that I'd like to forget. Uh, Jim is back. Jimmy's hiatus was as short as we were all hoping it would be. And by we, I mean of course me and the lovely listeners that were out there that uh, all missed you deeply, man. So it's good to have you back. It's good to hear your voice. It's good to see your handsome face sitting across me right now. Welcome back, man. How does it feel? Uh, thank you, man. It was a it was a. I don't know, uncertain, you said it was uncertain kind of moments I had there. And so, uh, yeah, thanks for for being the guy that I always know that you are. Holden, did you have a chance to listen to the solo episode, man? No, I didn't, to be real honest with you, man. I, I kind of had like nerves about it because I felt just awful about doing that and it was a whole lot of rambling let me tell you i don't think i took one single solitary breath just kind of yelling into the ether and it was it's not easy to do something like this by yourself trust me i I hope i never have to do it again yeah and you know what jimmy i know that you don't necessarily need or even have to go into the uh to the to the details surrounding um your your brief hiatus from the show but i've done us both a favor here i reached out to artificial intelligence okay and i asked chat gpt to tell me why you actually uh, briefly left the show. So I do have a story here. Okay, before you say it, just give like pause for a couple seconds so that I have a clean break if I need to edit this out. (laughs) Okay, and it is as uh, as follows, man. So this is uh, this is from artificial intelligence. This is why Jim had a brief hiatus from the program. Jimmy J, the enigmatic host, co-host of the Straight Love podcast, had vanished into thin air, leaving behind a trail of unanswered questions and a community in chaos. Rumors swirled, whispers of foul play, the sort of thing that would make your hair stand on end. The official story, according to sources close to the podcast, was that Jimmy had decided to take a break from the show to step back from the limelight and work on himself. But those in the know... Those who were privy to the darker corners of the podcasting world knew that there was more to it than that. There were whispers of a wild night, a night that started innocently enough with a trip to a water park and and ended in a frenzy of chaos and destruction. Billie Eilish was there, of course, the hottest act in town, and she was wearing a neon green bikini that left little to the imagination. Jimmy had always been a wild card, a man with a taste for danger and a love of the extreme. And that night, he had taken things too far, had pushed the boundaries of what was acceptable, what was sane. The water slide was the beginning of it all, a twisting, turning, heart-stopping monster that seemed to go on forever. Jimmy wrote it like a man possessed, his screams echoing across the park. But then something went wrong, something that would change everything. It started with a pack of wild dogs, snarling, vicious beasts that seemed to come out of nowhere. They chased Jimmy down the slide, nipping at his heels, and when they finally reached the bottom, he was covered in scratches and bruises. But that was only the beginning. The real trouble was started when Jimmy contracted a nasty case of pink eye. It spread like wildfire, infecting everyone in the park, turning the place into a quarantine zone. And then to make matters worse, Jimmy started uncontrollably farting. It was a noxious, noxious, toxic smell, the kind that made your eyes water and your stomach churn. It was like he was a walking gas leak, a ticking time bomb. The other guests fled in terror, leaving Jimmy behind, alone and broken. And that was when he made the decision to leave the show to disappear into the night, to become a ghost. The world may never know what really happened that night at the water park, 
But one thing is for sure, Jimmy J is gone, and he's not coming back. <laughs> so that is artificial intelligence, man. This is, uh, this is from the brain of a computer. How did, what did you put in for it to spit that out? I will never say. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the kind of world that we're living in now. Now, of course, artificial intelligence was wrong because you are, in fact, back. Yeah. Um, now it was wrong, I'm assuming, about a lot. Well, we can leave it up to people's imagination. <laughs> sure. I don't know how much of that might be true. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen Billie Eilish at a water park? No. 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 Okay. Well, I don't know where the fuck it brings this kind of information, what ether it brings it out of. But it is, it, it, what's interesting about this, man, is this is actually, in my opinion, a fairly decent piece of writing. No, no. It's like, it's it's pretty coherent. It's pretty cohesive. It's Right? Yeah. It's not like... Uh... You know, it's not like those weird robots that call your phone and leave a message from Amazon Precisely. saying there's a charge on your credit card and to call back Daniel yeah. at. <laughs> well, this is kind of where we're at right now with this kind of technology. It's actually a really exciting time. And I think that for the longest time, people thought that that writers, uh, copy, copy editors, all those kinds of people in that profession were going to be protected yeah. from this kind of intelligence because it just it wasn't anywhere near what it is now and i don't know if you've actually have you heard of the the tom brady comedy special that it's was written? funny that you should mention that because that one i actually did happen that that one popped up on on youtube for me hilarious yeah i haven't listened to it like i i heard a clip and a half of it but it sounds like i mean it's right? not it's not exactly fluid Correct, but the timing is not there. No, yeah. but it's his voice. It's his voice and like... The, saying all these different words. Saying all of these different words and saying these jokes that are, first of all, relevant to who Tom Brady is. It sounds like the kind of jokes that Tom Brady would be saying. And they're actually funny. Like, they're funny jokes that this AI has written. You know, it's not some sort of bullshit knock-dock joke. Like, it was tossing Amber Heard references in there and shit oh, really? like that. You listened to about, the whole thing? I, I listened to the entire hour. Yes. Wow. It was, it's amazing. It's, 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 again, it's, it's through this podcast that I listened to called Dudesy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Which You've is created. Before. It's amazing, man. It's created by artificial intelligence and this artificial intelligence created this hour special. And it sounds, for those of you that haven't heard it, like go onto YouTube and type in Tom Brady uh, comedy special and it will come up and it's, it's, it's fucking astounding, man. It's really good. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So and, that's it's, where we're at. and it's only going to get more refined. Well, and, and, and that's, that's, that's precisely it. Like we're, we're, we're just kind of tickling artificial intelligence ass right now. You know, like it's just like, we're just Is getting that what we're doing. <laughs> like we haven't. We haven't even gotten to the heavy petting yet, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Like this go. is, yeah, this because is. Because that's what comes, that, that's the order those things go in? Dude, I'm trying. <laughs> Just making an analogy. I don't know. You know, I'm, Oof. what can I say? It's, uh, I, 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 you to, know, I just throw shit out there, see what sticks, man. I fuck I, around. What can I, I say? either need to get out more or I need to stay in. <laughs> it's one of the two. See, man, this is why I miss you. You know, the fucking show just wasn't the same without you. So uh, moving on, Jim and I were actually going to speak about uh, love languages today. Yeah. Which, uh, for those of you that don't know, love languages were... Allegedly, there's five. Allegedly, there's five of them. They were created by, if I'm not mistaken, a, a particular author, I yeah. believe. Yeah. 
uh, Gary Chapman, I believe is his name, if I'm getting this correctly. I'm reading this off of Psychology Today. What do you know about the love languages, Jimmy? I know there's five. Yes. Um, it's like quality time, gifts, uh, words of affirmation, physical touch. And there's one more that's escaping me right now. Okay, extremely good. Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Yeah, acts of service is what I missed. And I know that the premise behind it is if you want to have a flourishing relationship, right? Um, that what enables that is you understand your partner's love language and you provide that for them and they conversely do the same for you. And right. it's not that you, you don't give what you want to receive, I guess is maybe the way to put it. Fucking bingo brother. And, and for the longest time, like I, and, and why this, why the, I thought this was so interesting and, and speaking from my own experiences, that was my problem. I think for the longest time is that I would love in the way that I wanted to be loved because I just assumed that that's what love was. And what's your way? Yeah. So physical touch, you know, because I, I like being held and cuddled and, and, and stroked and, uh, and kissed and just anything to do with like a, a physical, I'm a very physical person. And I, you know, just kind of in general, I'm always hugging people and yeah, yeah. all sorts of different things. But for someone that, isn't physical yeah. and for them to be loved like that, that would not be very enjoyable. Right. And that would, uh, that, once upon a time that would have been hard for me to understand. Okay. So then how does that translate? Because truthfully, I don't, I, I know the ones, I know the ones that I'm not. Okay. Um, I don't know if I necessarily have thought long enough about the ones that I think I am. So you, ha you haven't done the quiz then to figure out no. what you, what you are potential. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Cause it doesn't ring a bell. I didn't, I don't think I even knew there was a quiz. But yeah. That makes sense. Which, which is supposed to, you know, they ask you these series of questions and that's going to determine which category you necessarily fall into. So, okay. Then how did, has it, how has it impacted your relationship? Like what happens when you, so how has it impacted your relationship from the context of how you feel when you're receiving that? And how you feel when you're not receiving that. Because I think what I'm trying to maybe get at is, mm -hmm. I mean, does it change everything? Does it change the complexion of everything when you have it? Because I would imagine also that it's not just that's your one ticket. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because the thing is, is like gifts, like for me, gifts, I wouldn't give a shit about. Like I, I presume it means actual receiving things yeah. tangible material items right for yeah. me that's means virtually nothing but you could see how some other people now you could you can interpret that as being shallow like you need to well to, to give me some some physical like what it says here is giving your partner gifts that tell them you were thinking about them. yeah that's that's what i translate that more into than anything like i, I know what you're saying people can associate that with having material you know significance but it, it i Lots of people do associate that with, oh, well, you're thinking of me and you've... Of course. You're reflecting it in this item. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, i.e., you know... Show up with flowers. Yeah. Not Fred buying Wilma a bowling ball for a birthday with, an, <laughs> with the name Fred engraved on it. <laughs> oh, if you don't I want forgot. it, I'll take it. <laughs> I forgot he used to pull off shit like that. Yeah, man. yeah. That Fucking brilliant. Move, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, um, 
to answer your question, it has because my my partner knows that uh, that I'm I'm a physical touch kind of love language person. So when I see that she's making that effort, yeah. Um, it makes me feel good because number one, I'm thinking, okay, well, she knows that I like this. Yeah. I can see that she's doing it, not necessarily be like, she's doing it because she knows that I love it, but she's also doing it because she loves me too. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, I think it would be very difficult to be physical with somebody that you weren't wanting to be physical with. But hmm. what, one of the things that I also now know that because she is, is all about acts of service, yeah, it makes me feel good to know that to know that I have a way of being able to express love to her and she's really going to appreciate it. So instead of going out and buying her a diamond necklace, uh, you're going to take the garbage out. I'm going to take the go. I'm going to go wash her car for, you know, like take the car out, go get, put, put gas in it, uh, run it through the chamois and then bring it home. And then she walks out there next time she gets in a car full tank of gas and a clean car. Like it's just, it's, it's to show, Hey, I'm thinking of you. I've done something that I know that you're going to enjoy. And it makes me feel good to know that I'm loving in the right way. So what happens when a person, what happens when a, when one partner doesn't really maybe necessarily believe the other partner's love language is that, um, I don't want to say important. I don't want to say significant, but maybe they don't connect with that. How about let's put it that way. Well, how would that make you feel, man? You know, if you said to your partner and you were like, you know, I'm I'm a big physical touch person and they were like, yeah, that's not really my thing. Like, how would that make you feel? Like you're, you're being very vulnerable you're saying to someone, this is how I like to be loved. And they're saying, I prefer not to do that. You're kind of at a stalemate to a certain degree. You don't want to force somebody to love you in a certain way, but at the same time, you got to feel like maybe there's a, a bit of lack there. Yeah, the thing is, is, I mean, as much as one person can say, for example, have an affinity for physical touch, um, another person just might not be that way. It doesn't make it doesn't make it right or wrong. It doesn't make it good or bad. It's just it's a it's just a a personal thing. Correct. But it's interesting because yeah, like what what happens then? Are you with the wrong person then? Can you say that? Great question. And I mean, how how early in your relationship are you having these long love language questions? I mean, you could be married for 15 years, turn around and say to the person, hey, let's do this quiz together. And then they find out, hey, you're a big physical touch person. They're like, yeah. I know we've been together for 15 years, but uh, that's not my thing. I'm not really. Yeah. Interested. Then what? Boy, that is interesting. I don't know. We'd have to. I've never come across that. It's. It's, I don't have any personal experience. I only found out about love languages in the latest relationship that I've been in. I found out about them years ago, but yeah, I mean. And you guys, like, it's a conscious effort between you two to kind of keep those present? I think it needs to be, man. Yeah. You know, if there's anything that, if there's one thing that, I mean, I learned many things from my divorce, but if there's one thing that I learned from my divorce, um, it's it's actually a a piece of advice that Corey Hulbert of all people that we both know he used mm-hmm. to play soccer with gave to me, and that was to think about a marriage like a bank account. Like if you're always withdrawing, yeah, at some point you're going to go broke, especially if you're not depositing anything. Yeah, and I feel like I with I was withdrawing a lot from my previous relationship, and I don't want to ever make that same mistake again. So I'm always trying to make deposits, and if I have to do that using love language, that's something I'm certainly going to be doing and making a conscious effort to do yeah. to make sure that that fucking bank account is always you know well uh well funded yeah well i mean it's a good it's a good ingredient to things like it can only help presumably right i would think so man just more awareness more understanding of yourself more understanding of your partner yeah yeah exactly what's your second one 
What's your top two? I guess. Uh, that's. I, I does it does it give your top two, or does it just say you're this? Boy, that's a good question, man. We really should have taken this quiz beforehand. Yeah, I didn't think of that. So quality time is up there. Physical touch, receiving gifts, acts of service, and then words of affirmation. I would have to do this quiz again. Yeah. If I was to get, yeah, and I mean, I'm just guessing here. I mean, I like I like hearing nice things about myself. Yeah. This quality time is always nice. I don't think gifts or acts of service would be my, those two wouldn't be. No, I, I think I'm with you on that, man. Like I, Hey, you know what? If you, I, I do like to get a gift once in a while that I can tell the person put a lot of thought into. Yeah. Like it, it, it makes me feel good when, when I see that somebody's put a lot of thought and effort into, into purchasing a gift and getting me something that they really knocked it out of the park with. But it's, it's certainly not something that I'm looking for on a regular basis yeah. from a partner at all. You know, I can, for the most part, just buy my own shit. Right. Well, yeah, that's just the thing. Like, I find that I find that as well. I think probably physical touch would be up there. Is that right? Yeah, yeah for me. So I, I don't know. I don't know if things don't work out between you guys. Let me know. <laughs> Perfect. I've I've been looking for a for a fallback plan. So this is good. <laughs> the thing you, and I mean, I am a bit taller than you, so you could be, you could be little spoon. Finally, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Nuts to butts. What? <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought we were in the nest. I'm sorry. I've I thought this was I've you know, never safe space. I've heard just... that before. Never heard nuts to butts? No, man. Okay. I and, now I've, and now I've heard it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what else is on here? Uh, words of affirmation. <laughs> quality time, man. Yeah, quality you, you're, time. You're a quality, quality time guy, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you love... Uh, yeah, I mean, just any... any any kind of quality time together with a significant other has got... I, I feel like that's a big thing for you. Yeah, these things are really, really interesting. You know, I, I'd come across them a long, long time ago for sure. Um, that's why I had a little bit of trouble remembering exactly what they were. But they're very interesting aspect in terms of how the dynamic of a relationship goes and understanding each other, right? But it also, something that I've been thinking a lot about lately also just makes me think about how, like how much you're there for yourself. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm not inferring that these things have a purpose of, filling something that's missing okay but also well i don't know what is your do you think that that's do you think that that's part of it is it because we need these things to fill in parts of the whole or are they just are they supposed to be points of connection and understanding because this is a little bit something that i've been wrestling with like i know getting a hug from a significant other is way better than how I could ever hug myself because I don't know how I would sure. do that. Yeah, certainly. But I don't know if is, is there a wholeness that we should each have ourselves? Yes. Definitely. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I, I I mean, is wholeness the? Yeah. I I how how can you how can you rely on somebody else to complete you or be that missing piece? I know that we kind of talk about that sometimes in the context of relationships, but shouldn't you both be bringing a whole person yeah. to the relationship? Yeah. I mean, I think that that's probably when it's going to be the most fortuitous for fucking beautiful word, man. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I've, I've heard this before. I think, I think Jennifer had actually said this to me is that, um, you 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 each need to bring a hundred percent to the relationship. Yeah, 100%. not not being fifty percent of a hundred percent. Agreed. A hundred percent to make two hundred percent. Definitely, man. Yeah, I mean you can't get better yeah. than two hundred percent unless you went to 
300 yeah <laughs> yeah that seems like the logical next step in that one i mean when it comes to love languages though don't don't take this as the be all end all i think this is just another tool in your love toolbox yeah. kind of thing right next to your vibrator <laughs> i um, knew that was coming <laughs> I knew that was Hitachi wand, whatever you got there. What I'm getting oh, at man. is that it's it, it's just another way to communicate your love to someone, you know. And I mean, when you find out what what the, a certain way that a person loves like loves to be loved, love them in that way as long as you feel comfortable doing so. But I think that that's it. It definitely adds to a relationship. That's for sure. Is this a book or is it just like a like a one page kind of? No, it, it. I mean, it's. I think it's been dissected in so many different ways but yeah. it, it started out as a book by that gary it Chap, okay. Chap, okay, okay. Chapman, chapman i'm not saying chapman, i might not be saying that correctly yeah. but he, i wasn't sure if it was actually a book or just was like these uh five tenants that you can sort of sure you know, yeah which also happens i think it's pretty fantastic that he was able to derive this from the yeah. universe wherever he got these messages i mean like he's obviously i mean how does somebody become an expert in love languages you know or or I'm using the term, I guess, loosely. He yeah. might not consider himself one, but he certainly put this out there and it's resonated with enough people that it's uh, it's certainly been talked about and shared and, and, and incorporated into people's lives. So, I mean, it seems to be working to a certain degree. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting that it's, I think there's just a lot of these really basic, simple things that I've never thought about them on my own accord. But yeah. then when you hear them or you yeah. read them, they sound so simple. Fuck yeah, man. You know, they really do. Yeah, definitely. And they're just like these simple, simple foundational things. And you almost kind of smack yourself in the forehead. Huh. How did I not think about this stuff? And it's just really, we really complicate things. Jeez. Do we ever? We really do. And yeah. I'm, and I'm not, uh, I'm not absolving myself of that either. I hear you, buddy. Jim is, uh, Jim is a simple man with a giant penis. It's <laughs> exactly what I wasn't saying, but <laughs> okie doke. Should we leave it at that? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think English is the only language that we need to uh, speak on this podcast and by telling everybody that we love them, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. Fucking amen. Well, I love you and I'm glad you're back. I missed you terribly. Thanks, man. Thank I'm you. Really, I really am glad that this was a short hiatus, man. I, I, I don't ever want to imagine yeah. having to do this podcast without you. So Me too. Thank uh, you. This is a, a good comeback episode. Yeah, for sure. Fucking a, share that share that AI story with your with your kith and kin. <laughs> <laughs> Love y'all. Yeah. Love you, Jimmy. Love, Love you. you. Thanks. Bye, everybody.